Hello, welcome to York Street. We hope that this sermon will be an inspiring and impactful one, just what you need at this time. For any of our sermon-based studies, please head to our website at www.yorkstreet.com.au. So grab a cuppa, grab your notebook, whatever you need, and we hope that you enjoy the sermon. Anyone that had presents yet this morning? There's a few. I was chatting to some. Somebody said this morning that um, they said, is 11 o'clock okay to get up? I'm like, wow. So we've still got some young kids. Um, we were gracious enough to be allowed to get up at nine past six. It wasn't, so it gave us an extra full nine minutes, um, only to say that they'd been awake since four, like we're, you know, which is all good. Um, Gifts. It's a funny thing, isn't it? Christmas, we give gifts, we get gifts, it's great. Anyone get a, a voucher? Any vouchers? Don't say if you're going to give a voucher, because especially if you haven't given it yet. Um, but but yeah, there's some vouchers. A vouchers. And vouchers are great, aren't they? Vouchers are a, sometimes when you're not exactly sure what to get them, or you're not sure what size clothing item or something to get somebody, you can get them a voucher for the store you know they like, and they can redeem that voucher for the item that's going to fit them. And this idea of a voucher is a gift that some, you don't really buy vouchers for yourself. That's weird. So you buy a voucher to give to somebody so they can redeem it for goods. And this idea of redeeming something means that you get something that you haven't paid for. And today, the theme of the message is about how God has redeemed us through Jesus. It's like God has paid a price when he sent his son to earth and we have access to the greatest gift of all and that's an eternity with our heavenly father because Jesus paid a price. But before we dive into God's word, let's pray. Dear heavenly father, we thank you that you have redeemed us through your son. We thank you that Jesus came to earth and paid an incredible price for us so that we may be restored, we may be fulfilled we may have joy. Lord, examine our hearts and speak to us where we need to hear it the most this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I like silly stuff. I like silly games. I like silly things on TV. I like to laugh. And one of the the things that I like to watch, especially on YouTube, is a group of guys called Do Perfect. Now, these guys do silly things. The other thing that I love is those silly game shows where people are, like, falling over each other and trying to climb up slippery stuff, and it's just silly. And so we combine the two, and I want to show you a video clip of Dude Perfect trying to climb something. Anyway, let's watch the screen. What's up, guys? We're Dude Perfect. Welcome to round one, Slippery Stairs Mountain. Here we go! It's the first four dudes to climb up the slippery stairs and dunk their basketball move on to round two. Last place is eliminated. It's game time. It's a dream come true. I don't like that I'm standing by Ty. It makes me nervous. Love you, Team TT. If I don't get injured, something went wrong. I'm cold and very worried. Let's go, baby. Sparky Sparkman checking in from the commentary booth, and we are underway. Slippery stairs. Four dudes will advance. One will see their opportunity slip away. No, Cody! There's no way. It's impossible. It's tough enough battling the other four dudes. Add in a crazy amount of baby oil, and this thing is going to get slippy. Now Ty trying to seize his opportunity, but no, Cody turns that down. Cody fighting the stairs, now fighting the giggles, and he falls down. 
So far, so bad. Not a soul has been to the second level. All you need is a running head start. Corey's running start looked like he's running on banana peels. Not much traction, but look at this sneaking up to the second level. That's Corey. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see it's like super slippery and they were struggling to get up to the top. Spoiler alert, they, they finally get there. But actually when it comes to our relationship with God, it's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like ever since God created the world, we have been trying to get back to him ever since we messed up. And it's like this ladder wasn't left over from setting up the stage. It's actually here unintentionally. But it's like we've been trying to get to God and work our way to heaven, work our way into our good graces, but actually we keep messing up. Every time we get really, really angry that's, that's disproportionate to the, the moment, every time we get selfish, actually the Bible talks about in, in Exodus 20 these, these guidelines for life, and if we actually go through these guidelines, we realize that we actually fail all ten. There's times when we haven't put God first. Oh. There's times when we've been selfish. Oh. There's times when we've said something we shouldn't have said. Times when we've lied. Times when we've stolen. And we mess up. In Scripture, it actually says, all have fallen short of the glory of God. But get this. The humility of Jesus meant that while we couldn't get to God, Jesus came down to us. He came down through all of the mess all the stuff that we've done wrong to come and be able to have a relationship with us. Which leads us to the question, well, if Jesus has done so much for us that he came down, left heaven to be with us, what's our reaction to that? Like when somebody does something nice for you, you want to do something nice back, right? If someone helps you, you go, man, I want to I show my gratitude I want to show that it actually meant something to me. And so when it comes to Christmas time, quite often the question is not so much what are you going to get, but what will you give? What will you give? What would you give Jesus if he left heaven to come to earth? What could you possibly give him? The King of kings and the Lord of lords, what would you give? We're actually going to look at scripture to see what some people gave Jesus to give us a bit of an indicator or a bit of a list of things that, that we may be able to, to look at giving Jesus this Christmas. If you've got your Bibles with you, I'd encourage you to, to open to Matthew chapter 2. Matthew's the first book of the New Testament, the first of four Gospels, and the Gospels talk about Jesus coming to earth, but on different angles, different viewpoints. And Matthew was written to a Jewish culture. And we read in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, it says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came from Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. The first thing they wanted to give was worship. They came to worship him. We're going to skip a few verses and we pick it up in verse 9. They have an interaction with the king. And after they'd heard the king, they went on their way. And the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them, and it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. They weren't just happy. There was a response in their, their spirit, in their heart. They were overjoyed. 
We're almost there. We're overjoyed. And joy is more than an emotion. It continues on to say this in verse 11. On coming to the house, they saw where the child was with the mother Mary, with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasure and presented him with gifts of gold, which is a precious metal, frankincense, which is the perfume, and myrrh, which is the sound a sheep makes when it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing if you're awake. (laughs) And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their home country by a different way, different route. The three things that they gave of themselves in this journey to see Jesus were this. Firstly, worship. The second was joy. And the third was treasure. When it comes to to worship, I want you to know worship actually comes from a place of priority in our hearts. Worship comes from a place of priority in our hearts. Some people worship money, which means it's a priority. Some people worship family, which means it's a priority. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing to do cause that. Some people worship objects. Could be your car. Could be your cat. What's your priorities look like in the things that that we worship, things we spend time in, things that we think about all the time? Now, joy is actually more about identity than an emotion. Because joy outweighs emotion. Joy is more than an emotion. There's times when something can be sad and you find yourself laughing and you go, well, I'm not happy. I'm just joyful because I've got a fond memory of somebody that was in that situation. If somebody's passed away and you go, hey, I still remember them fondly. I'm sad, but I can laugh because there's an identity. And we've been learning this year as a, as a church about how our complete joy comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Our identity is found in him. And the third thing is treasure. And scripture says where your, heart is, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And the things that we treasure, the things that we, we give, the, the things that we deeply spend time in, things that we actually live for, become our treasure. I want you to know this morning that you are redeemed because of Jesus. You are redeemed because of him. You have access to heaven because Jesus paid the price. Jesus gave it all. He came from heaven to earth to be born as a baby in a food trough, in a manger. He loves you that much so that he could live a life that we could identify with. He could live a life knowing what we would go through. You are redeemed because he then went and died on the cross for you and for me. He paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we didn't have to. He conquered death so that we could have life. We are redeemed because of Jesus. So I wonder what will you give? What will you do this Christmas when it comes to our relationship with Jesus? Will you give Jesus your priorities? Will you give him your identity? Will you give him your heart? Will you worship Jesus? Will you be joyful about who he is and what he's done? And will you treasure the gift of Jesus Christ? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are.
We thank you that you came to earth, the most incredible gift of all. We thank you that you humbled yourself to leave heaven and walk amongst us. And in doing so, identify with all of the emotions, all the feelings, all the experiences that we would have, so that we may be able to give those to you, hand them to you, be so thankful that you understand. And in doing so, we could invite you into our hearts to guide us through those situations so that we wouldn't do it over our own strength, but we would do it with you leading us. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for restoring us and help our response to be one where we give you our hearts. We give you our soul. We give you our mind. We give you our strength. We give you our decisions. And in doing so, we have joy, we have peace, and we have purpose that is found in your Son. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Christmas, this time to remember. And we pray that this year we would be able to hang on to the promises that you've given us as we head into the next. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like prayer or to find our sermon-based studies, please head to our website or check the description below for a link. If you enjoyed the video, feel free to share the video, like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon for updates of when we release new videos. Remember, life can be tough, so let's do it together.